What's up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to the Spun Today podcast, the only podcast that is anchored in writing, but unlimited in scope. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz, and I appreciate you listening. This is episode 233 of the Spun Today podcast. And in this episode, I'm sharing some throwback advice from Spun Today questionnaire submissions that we've received in the past. For the uninitiated and those unfamiliar with the Spun Today questionnaire, it is a set of five questions found at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire available for fellow writers and creatives such as yourselves to submit responses for. And then I take those responses and share them with the audience here in a future episode of the pod. And this is Loki, one of my favorite aspects of the pod because I'm into finding out how the sausage is made. I'm into behind the scenes type of things. And I feel like this is that, but at a much more intimate level at a creative level where folks open up and share about their process and inspirations, tips, etc. It also helps reinforce, at least for me, that nobody really has it, quote unquote, it figured out. Because I think a lot of times as creatives, we operate from an insecure place of, you know, is my writing good enough? Is this story getting the point across that I wanted to get across? Was that a good podcast episode, etc., etc.? And embedded with those thoughts at times is the belief that others do have it figured out. So-and-so has written a better story. So-and-so put out a better podcast on the same topic, so on and so forth. And what's that quote? Comparison is the thief of all joy. Definitely rings true there in moments like that. So I definitely appreciate those of you that have taken the time to share your feedback through the questionnaire. I gain a lot from it. Hopefully the listeners do as well, which I'm sure you will. So what I'm going to share with you guys today is a mashup of four previous submissions that I wanted to reshare. We have one from Amy Marcello. We have one from someone who chose to remain anonymous. And that is an option for you to check off when you fill out the questionnaire. We have another submission from fellow writer Joshua Robertson. And last but not least, from Elaine Almonte, Spun Today alum, who has been a guest on the pod in the past a couple times. Before we get into the episode... I'm going to share with you guys a little bit more about what the questionnaire is and where to find it in this intro drop, and then we will jump right into the episode. If you're a fellow creative, a cool way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast and actually be part of the podcast is by filling out my five-question questionnaire located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here you'll find five open questions related to your craft, your art, what inspires you to create, what type of unrelated hobbies you're into, and what motivates you to get your work done. You can choose to remain anonymous or plug your website and your work. And once you submit your questionnaire, I read your responses on a future episode of the Spun Today podcast. It's completely free at no cost to you. And what I like to say about it is that if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? SpunToday.com forward slash questionnaire. Now, the first person that uh, submitted a questionnaire this week chose to remain anonymous. So I'm not going to say the person's name or anything like that or where you can contact them if you would like to. But I, like all others, am going to read their uh, answers to the questionnaire, obviously, to help, you know, share their insights and uh, their tips uh, with other people uh, that could hopefully have a ripple effect of motivation for others 
including myself. Okay, question number one is, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created? And this anonymous person stated, the very first thing that I remember creating was a mini book in first grade. I drew pictures and had to write a story to go with them. I think I still have it somewhere. It was plain awful. (laughs) I cannot draw, but I remember feeling very proud that I created something. And that's, that's for, you know, the dopest part of that is that you still have it somewhere. And I would say definitely find where that somewhere is before you lose it and keep it in a safe place that you can look back on and cherish and, you know, who knows, give it to your kids one day and uh, just look back on it. It's, it's really cool to have a piece of, of your childhood like that, especially if it's tied to a specific passion that you have for something like, like uh, in this example, like writing. I remember the when I was in like eighth or ninth, eight or nine years old, um, and I mentioned this uh, in the past. So for those of you that have heard this already, bear with me. I'm sorry, but it's pretty fitting to this this response in the questionnaire. The first story, short story that I ever wrote, I was like eight or nine years old, and I remember it was it was a a cross between like an army movie and Encino Man. And it was called The Thousand Year Old Soldier. And I wrote it in a black and white marble notebook. And um, the premise was a soldier got trapped under an avalanche and turned into a block of ice. And then when he thawed out, uh, he realized that a thousand years had passed and he was in the future. And I don't remember much else aside from that. But I do remember, I remember writing it. And I remember, obviously, the premise of it and and even the notebook that I wrote it in. And I remember putting it, I had this metal, metallic box that had this Fugazi little, little key lock on it. And I remember keeping it there. And I used to use that box and, you know, store my quote-unquote private stuff in there. And top secret stuff, you know, I'm fucking eight or nine years old. And... Uh, long story short, I stopped using the box. It was like in the basement somewhere or wound up like in a, I don't even know where it wound up. But um, fast forward years later, we moved and everything. I found that that box in the garage. And um, I remember like when I saw it, when I found it, like I remembered right away of like, the book and the short story and just like stuff that i had in there i was like oh shit i can't believe this box still like exists i completely forgot about it and i went to it i opened it and it was full of like my father's tools and shit like that and i never got to like see the book again but it would have been pretty dope if i had so imagine that story your version of and you actually finding and still having that that uh picture book now and that's a much happier ending than finding a, a bunch of screwdrivers and stuff in its place. But yeah, find that. The next uh, question is, what inspired you to write or create? And the response was, I find that I always have a muse. Sometimes that muse is a person. Sometimes it's emotion itself. 
I use them all to fuel my writing. And I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, inspiration strikes very randomly, very sporadically, um, sometimes very intentionally. And yeah, I'm, I'm the exact same way. I could hear a song that, that inspires me to write. I could hear a quote in a movie. Um, and that concept of, of the muse is just like, you know, you need to physically get yourself to a pen and paper or, you know, a keyboard and let it flow through you and onto the screen or onto the page. And I'm completely with you on that. The next question is, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And the response is, I'm an avid reader. I read hardcover books and listen to Audible. I am constantly reading all different types of books. And that is something I'm trying to do more and more of, um, especially as I've gotten into into writing, obviously. Um, They kind of go hand in hand. And believe it or not, reading is something that I used to fucking hate. Very much so. Never used to read at all. And uh, now I really enjoy it. I'm just not the best reader there is out there, but definitely enjoy enjoy the process. And um, uh, audiobooks are dope too for uh, that. Helping out with a few, with a few books that kind of like dense and like tough to to like read. And that I really enjoyed the audiobooks of like. Uh, what was it republic lost by lawrence lessig and also one of my favorite books uh, mastery by robert green and those were were pretty dope and you guys should check definitely check out audio audiobooks if you haven't or like if you're in that kind of like gray area that you like you want to you know get exposed to, to certain things that you want to read but you really don't like make the time like for it and, and stuff like that um definitely check out audiobooks I have to download more of them actually um let's see the next question is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to and the response is that's tough when i do feel well blah, i'm sorry that's tough when i do not feel inspired i draw on other people's energy i send out questions on social media that will strike chords of emotion in people this works well for me and that's it that's a really good idea that's kind of i guess that's kind of like what this questionnaire is like for me that's like my version of is sending out this questionnaire and and it helps spark you know the you know the recording of this podcast for example which which has always been kind of like a uh like a closed loop right the podcast makes me want to write or motivates me to write, you know, keeps me honest, keeps me writing, and vice versa. Writing gives me content for the podcast, and it's kind of like a, a circle that purposely is set up to motivate me to push me in the direction of where I want to be with both writing and podcasting. And that's a that's a really good idea with the uh, asking questions like on social media and just getting like different feedback um, from different people this person actually as well as the other person that uh the other person didn't choose to remain anonymous but this one did so that's why i'm just saying this person um i met through or quote-unquote met through uh cyber dust which is uh mark cuban's like social texting service thing that 
that he started or that he's a part of and um uh it's pretty interesting i'm, get, I'm getting used to the the i don't know the the format of it uh is that the right word for it the i'm getting used to using it basically but um it's i hear it's similar to like snapchat but snapchat i've never used um except this is does not give you an option to like save uh like snapchat supposedly gives you the option to like save you know the chats or whatever um cyberdust does not and cyberdust as a company does not have like any servers or anything like that so somebody sends you a message or a blast like they call or a dust um a dust would be like a dm and uh, a blast would be like a post um and when people see it or read it uh, once they open it the clock starts and it's a certain amount of seconds before it disappears and it's not stored on any other servers or anything like that uh which would i would imagine means like low overhead for them i guess but um uh yeah that's the whole concept of it it's like truly you know nah nobody's reading your shit type of type of forum and that's where i met both of these people so yeah i definitely get that you know sending stuff out through social media to you know spark conversation and interest and stuff like that and draw on people's energy and the final question of the questionnaire is do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and the response was write your heart people can tell if you're not writing from the very depths of your soul if you always write for that you will always touch someone and that was my favorite response to your questionnaire and i couldn't agree more and you know you had how do i say this you know sometimes like with stuff that i write i'm kind of like you know that feeling of nobody's gonna get this except for me or or this isn't good enough for anybody else to to read and and stuff like that and a lot of the time it is don't get me wrong <laughs> but um in terms of my stuff but um as long as it's coming from that place from that like genuine real place it's gonna reach somebody it's gonna touch somebody and you have no way of gauging who it does and who it doesn't uh touch and i you know i've written about this in in certain free writing posts and um the quote-unquote announcement that um i'm gonna tell you guys about right after the next questionnaire i get into it in there as well um but i think it's your responsibility as a creator as a writer specifically to just let the thing out let it out and allow it to if allow it to have the chance of reaching and touching someone and um if it does great and if it doesn't it at least meant that to you and it was therapeutic in that way for you um and you are someone too right uh so yeah thank you very much uh person that shall remain anonymous per your request and i really appreciate you taking the time to fill out the survey the questionnaire and um it was a great one thank you very much and we have one more questionnaire like i told you guys this one uh let me just make sure this person said it does not matter uh in terms of them remaining anonymous or not and 
features that i'm gonna say who you are <laughs> and this person is amy marcello so amy thank you in advance for taking the time question number one of the survey relating to your craft do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created and amy's response was before i could write my mom used to have me tell her a story and she would write down everything i said word for word even when it didn't make sense the stories were usually about birds or animals that like to play and sometimes get into trouble it is nice looking back and reading the grammatically incorrect details to a young and very vivid imagination and i thought that the when it when i read the questionnaire when i received it i thought that was like such a dope idea i was actually gonna tell my brother to do that with my niece when she gets old enough um when she's actually making like sense because now she's you know barely a month out from her not even a month out of her one year birthday so she's still like speaking gibberish and stuff like that and she knows how to say cat and no um but definitely when she starts making sense that would be a pretty cool a pretty cool idea to to do something like this and um have her create stories and write them down and give them to her in the future and it's really dope that that your mother did that for you and um kind of planted that seed of of creating stories i guess for you which is really really cool definitely a different a different version of reading your kids bedtime stories right allow them to create their own that seems pretty cool it's definitely something i would want to do thanks for sharing that and the next question is what inspires you to write or create and amy's response is emotional reactions to anger heartbreak empathy revelations and aha moments and yeah tying into the previous uh questionnaire that i read it's you know inspiration literally comes from anything and everything and anywhere and i guess in amy's case she seems to be more of the uh it comes from places of like heightened emotion uh, whether it's like empathy or heartbreak like she says or anger uh, or revelations and aha moments those are like peaks in emotion right but it's awesome that you can take any of those emotions from it like any of those peaks and channel them into creating uh which is key which is awesome because all that emotion all that that rawness all that realness comes out in your writing how much of it comes out is obviously completely up to you and it's something that as like writers and creators that's what we're we're molding and shaping and honing and fine-tuning right um but it's definitely dope to have that ability to steer it in that direction the next question is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and she wrote i love to dance (laughs) and that's pretty cool um I actually do not love to dance. I'm probably like the worst Dominican ever. And my people are very, very alegre, happy, dancey type people. Um, And I'm very much so not. More of the introverted, quiet, leave me alone uh, persuasion. (laughs) But 
I do I could dance not well or anything like that I'm no I'm no fucking um Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing but um I know how to dance and you know the once every every fucking leap year when I I do get the itch to dance I'll like dance my ass off at that one party and then you know never dance again for for years to come so I definitely get the the appeal of it um when I when I you know look back and think of like those specific moments when I've enjoyed it um and you know dancing in itself is like very creative and very free very very flowy um you know you follow certain um uh preset rules i guess and steps in certain types of dancing um if you're just doing i don't know not all i guess but but yeah i see i see that i see that connection it's pretty dope it's pretty cool the next question is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to and amy responded i try to find a quiet place without distraction sometimes music helps but other times i need complete silence and that's in, that that was interesting to me cuz i'm i don't know i guess i guess it depends on the mood on my mood because and you know judging from your response i guess it's the same for you like sometimes you need complete silence and sometimes music you know some sort of of like background like white noise um kind of gets you going and I wonder from reading it if from reading your response Amy if you mean that let's say you don't want to write you don't because this is what I meant by the question which you know if you didn't get that um that's completely my fault for the way it's worded but when you're supposed to write which should be like all the time right if you're into writing um how do you get yourself to physically get up and go sit down and write I don't know. I guess I'm not sure if that's what you you meant by your response, but if you meant that you could literally like you know turn off the TV, make everything quiet, and then that gets you in the mood to write, that's fucking amazing. That's like a switch, like an on switch that you have there, that you've you know disciplined and trained yourself to do. So it's kind of like, because I kind of feel like the answer that you gave is kind of after you get yourself to write you just have to you know after you have you sat down and you kind of made that push in the direction of writing that you kind of um then have to like shut everything off and then you know so shit could start flowing and you could start start writing it's that's like the toughest part for for all of us and i think that's a pretty well known and understood you know similarity amongst writers that you know just actually sitting down and doing the work is that's the hard part like getting yourself getting that push of motivation and inspiration to go and actually physically do the work and lastly the last question of the last questionnaire that we have for the day is do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and amy responded writing is the easy part don't let rejection letters be the demise of your passion. There are so many resources and directions to explore. The internet can allow your writing to touch any audience you want, and I think finding that in today's world is where you'll find the most value and have the most impact. And I could not agree with you more. 
again Amy thank you very much for taking the time to fill out the questionnaire that was a very very dope response and kind of the perfect segue to the announcement that I said I uh, told you guys last week that I would have for you this week um, which I'm not where I want to be with it but I'm enough uh, into it where I could announce it to one light a fire under my ass to make sure I get it done and to keep my word of having an announcement for you guys so uh, like I said uh, like Amy said in this last response uh, writing is the easy part don't let rejection letters be the demise of your passion there are so many resources and directions to explore I am in the process of self-publishing my first book and that's the announcement ta-da the Spun Today questionnaire response filled out by Amazon bestselling author Joshua Robertson. And Joshua is someone that I found on YouTube. Actually, his he has a couple YouTube channels. The one that I've seen a handful of videos of that I find helpful, uh, I link to in the episode notes. Uh, he is, like I said, a fantasy author, an Amazon bestselling fantasy author. And he has a bunch of helpful videos online uh, related to writing, like, for example, where to get reviews uh, that I've watched or, or why to join a writer uh, community, how to characterize your characters, uh, learn from your fears, like stuff like that, that um, that resonated with me, a bunch of the stuff that he's uh, shared and spoken about. And he took the time to fill out the sponsored a questionnaire for us and i appreciate that very much and i'm going to share his responses with you guys now question one relating to your craft do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created and joshua responded the first story i remember creating was a horror story around the age of nine damn that's awesome (laughs) that's what that's how you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing when it's something that you were doing when you were nine Uh, he continues and says the story focused on a group of kids going into a haunted house on Halloween. I continued to write short stories throughout the age of 15 and then finally completed my first novel at 17. Damn, that's awesome. At 17, I was trying to figure out like what worked better between Noxima and Neutrogena or something like that. So that's really cool that, that uh, Josh was able to do that at 17. Question number two, what inspires you to write or create? And Joshua responds, my ideas are primarily inspired by dreams I have had uh, throughout my life. My bestseller, Melkorka, was completely based off a dream I had in 2013. And that's really cool to hear because like I've told you guys in the past, there's um, that, that again, I've picked up from from different uh, writing podcasts and, and blogs and stuff like that. The a a tip uh, I guess given by, by a lot of writers is to have a sleep journal, um, you know, sleep with like a book or, or something that you could write in, um, next to your bed. And like, when you wake up, just jot things down. Uh, I spent uh, a long time like having certain ideas and then thinking that I'm going to remember them and, you know, being too lazy to write them down. And then the next day I'm like, fuck, I had such a good idea and, you know, completely, you know, it's gone. So, um, that's a tactic. If, if you guys can't remember your dreams, use that. I used that on two occasions uh, so far 
because uh, I don't dream that often, or at least not anything that I have felt worthy of like turning into a story. But I've written two short stories, including the one that I still owe you guys that I'm still working on that I told you guys about. Uh, but one that I did put on the website called Chopper City, uh, located at spontaneity.com forward slash short stories. Chopper City, that was a story completely uh, that came to me like in a dream. Um, and, you know, I did an episode of uh, like the Chopper City audiobook uh, version uh, of the podcast where I go into the details of explaining where that story came from, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, it's cool to hear that. Um, Josh was able to turn a dream into a bestseller. And the title of that book again is Melkorka. I'm going to link also to Josh's Amazon uh, or like book page. Uh, so you guys can check out his books as well. You can find that in the episode notes. Uh, question number three. Uh, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And Josh wrote, I have another YouTube channel based around my business called Goblin Horde. And that's spelled G-O-B-L-I-N for Goblin and Horde, H-O-R-D-E. I am lucky to have a hobby where I can be a nerd with my nerdy family and find support from a great nerdy community. And that is not the uh, original uh, YouTube page. Like I told you guys, he has a, a couple uh, YouTube pages. But I did check this one out since uh, Josh filled out the, the questionnaire. And it's pretty cool. I believe it's with his wife and, and children are a part of it. And uh, it's pretty cool if you're into that type of thing. Check that out. Again, it's youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Goblin Horde. And by C, I mean the letter C, not S-E-E or S-E-A. Uh, question four. How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? Josh responds. Rarely do I find myself not motivated to write but in those times i bribe myself with chips salsa and coffee <laughs> nice um definitely you know bribing yourself and giving yourself um uh i guess like incentives uh like that definitely has to work or could help in working uh, in my case i drink way too much coffee um for to be able to uh to bribe myself with that as is because then that means i would have to cut myself off to then bribe myself with it which wouldn't work so i'm gonna have to find something else to bribe myself with but it's definitely a good good tactic to use and um something that i could figure out something to implement like something that i like you know cut it out and then um i'm gonna give it to myself once i like complete a short story or something like that which i'm struggling with now because it's taking so damn long to finish sometimes again going back to the whole paralysis by analysis and writing and rewriting type of thing I gotta take my own advice and just put it out there, right? Uh, okay, and the last question. Do you have any advice for other writers or creators, whether they're new, seasoned, or otherwise? And Joshua stated, join a writing community and build real relationships. That's something that I saw in one of your videos, uh, Josh, and I have begun a little bit. I can't say like really actively, um, uh, but I joined a couple like Facebook writing groups and uh, definitely have to look into into that uh, more deeply. It's logical advice. It makes sense. You know, surround yourself with uh, people that you want to uh, be around and learn from and learn with and etc. 
And that is Joshua's responses to the Sponsor Day questionnaire, which is available to any and all creatives at sponsorday.com forward slash questionnaire. The same five questions you can uh, fill out your responses to and be part of a future episode of the podcast. Joshua Robertson, again, his Twitter, his YouTube page, as well as uh, Amazon book page will be linked to in the episode notes. And Josh, thanks for taking out the time to fill out the questionnaire. Uh, The questionnaire that I told you guys about. So Elaine, Miss Montana, Almonte is my best friend's kid sister. And come to think of it, she probably doesn't even know that I've ever referred to her as that. Because it's not like I would introduce her to someone and say, hey, best friend's kid sister, this is so-and-so. Hey, so-and-so, this is my best friend's kid sister. You know what I mean? So it's not like something that she would probably hear. So when she hears this, she's probably gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Best friend's kid sister. But yeah, it's like the cariño type of thing. Like I have referred to her as that in the past. Shout out to Elaine. Ah. She was kind enough to fill out the Spun Today questionnaire that is available to any of you folks, of you fine folks, to fill out if you are so inclined. And I will do the same exact thing that I'm doing now. And I'm going to share the responses to the those five questions, which are geared towards uh, creative types, as you guys will hear in a bit. Let's uh, jump in and see what she had to say. Question number one is relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? Elaine responded, yes. A journal entry in fourth grade. My school gave all the girls journals for Christmas. That's so sexist. How about the guys? No, let me stop. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, that reminds me of in seventh grade, we had something similar. Not, you know, we didn't get like journals or anything like that. And it definitely wasn't the first thing I ever wrote, but the my seventh grade English teacher, which um, is part of the dedication section, a large part of the dedication section within um, my book, Make Way For You, available now. Um, she made us write journals in class and she called them lit logs, short for literature logs. And it, I don't remember if it was daily or, or weekly or what it was, but we would write them. It would usually be based on something that we were reading in class she would give us like feedback on it and i remember like the feedback she would give me was just like so elaborate and she was like so into like whatever it was that i wrote and really liked the way i i, I wrote and always gave me compliments and stuff like that and and it, it's it's definitely uh boosting um to have that type of support from from a teacher or from a school and stuff like that so it's pretty pretty dope that that uh you got those journals in the fourth grade now this the response to this question remind also reminds me something that i told myself that i was going to do after daniele bolelli's uh response to to this question in a past questionnaire and that is that the way i wrote the question was do you remember you know the first thing you wrote my assumption was in in crafting that question which clearly hasn't like permeate permeated is that people would say, oh yes, and what I wrote was blah, blah, blah. Um, Cause I would love to hear that part of it. So Elaine, tell me if you remember what it was they wrote, hit me up and let me know. Um, and I, I definitely have to amend that question on the website. Watch me forget until the next questionnaire comes out. 
<laughs> All right. Question number two. What inspires you to write or create? Annie Lane wrote, people stories, family bonds, things humans experience and think are unique to them. Pretty things, sad things. And I couldn't agree more. It's pretty much everything, right? Like different experiences that you go through, just life. As life happens to you or in spite of you or whatever, you absorb different sparks of inspiration. I feel like that's common in in any writer that I've like followed or 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 heard of in, in interviews and stuff like that. Their mind is always on in that way. Like it's always like in it's always receptive to the type of input that would spark an idea or inspiration. So they tend to get it from anything, from the way the plate was, you know, almost fell off the edge of the table. Or how angry the guy was in the train that was complaining about the train being stalled, or how happy the little kid seemed that you know was walking down the hallway like anything um i like to hold the uh, things human experience humans experience are you a humanist miss montana what about shady what about his experiences no let me stop <laughs> um question three what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft alien wrote decorating uh creating dessert tables for parties with specific themes I also like to watch Luke Cage, Iron First. Is it Iron First or Iron Fist? Iron First, The Boondocks, Family Guy, and The Magicians. Um, I know Eileen was into decorating. I wasn't. I didn't know she was into the whole um, creating dessert tables, parties, and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Because actually, my sister-in-law um, is into that type of shit too. You guys should. I think you guys have met before. Um, but yeah, she's like heavy into that now. So it'd be cool to like connect you to, I guess. And she's learning how to make like Dominican cakes and all types of shit like that. The the decorating, if I'm not mistaken, Elaine decorated for her father's uh, retirement dinner that that we all went to, uh, which was dope and everything was was beautifully done and very very tasteful, very elegant and modern slash bohemiany um, type of things so it's really cool it's, it's like a different type of creative outlet um that's not just watching tv like everything else here on the list <laughs> um luke cage i heard is is dope i heard it's good and i gotta check that out i haven't heard of any of the other ones i think i've heard of the boondocks um but i'm not sure what that is uh family guy obviously i know what that is i watch it sometimes too my wife is into that and um yeah i haven't heard of the other ones all right, next. How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Elaine responded, I don't. Herein lies my issue. And this is something, as she knows, that I've busted her chops about in the past. Not that I'm on some fucking, um, trying to sound like preachy or, or like be on my high horse, like, oh, I write and I'm the most consistent person ever, and blah, 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 because I'm far from it. If you guys saw my, I tweet out, and and post on my patreon page the amount that i write per month so i have a calendar right above my count my computer here and i every for every day i have to put a check mark or an x mark all the check marks represent days that i've written all the x marks represent the days that i did not write and i keep a ongoing tally i've been doing this for about a year and a half for every month 
or probably two years for every month i have like an excel spreadsheet and i have everything like mapped out and broken down into percentages and last month i wrote and i'll give you guys an exact number on only 12 of the 31 days in march so 12 days i wrote 19 days i did not that is a 38.7 percent completion rate in terms of the goal of you know trying to write every day and so i'm far from perfect so i'm definitely not coming from that type of you know do what i do type of thing but i do come i am coming from i do get on her about it because like we've spoken about writing a lot in the past and and it's probably elaine's probably like one of the first people to ever like read anything that i wrote and we i remember we used to give each other like little writing assignments which was really cool for just to like exercise your writing muscle chops um just give you yourselves like a, a task like a, a topic to write about and just write like little paragraphs or a short story or whatever like i remember a cool one that that she gave me was look at somebody on the train when you're commuting to work tomorrow and write something about them like write you know what you think their life is about or or where they're going or whatever and i wrote like a little like a mini short story about this kid that i saw on the train that looked like young probably like fresh out of high school or or maybe college and he had like a suit on and he looked nervous and i wrote this like whole little short story about him going to his first job interview and being nervous about it and how he was like all in his head and didn't even notice the girl next to him that was trying to flirt with him and like i made all this stuff up but it it like exercised that like writing muscle you know what i mean so we used to do like shit like that and like email it to each other and comment on each other on each other's stuff and and i really really like elaine's writing i really enjoy it which is why i like tell her to write more often and stuff like that and um the place that i am coming from is that like you know through you know creating this podcast and and setting setting certain goals writing goals like trying to write every day even though it's a lofty goal that i haven't hit yet i think my highest accuracy was like actually accuracy percentage was like 70 something percent of the days that i actually wrote um within a given month but just like setting those certain goals it's kind of like the whole aim for the moon and if you miss you land amongst the stars type of thing it's like you're taking steps in the direction at least you know you're not just not writing at all and um you have to make certain like practical tweaks i feel um that definitely come in handy and what came in handy for me when i was you know struggling trying to like either wait for inspiration to hit me to write which never happened and then you know writing at night when i was also trying to uh which i did for a long time like just staying up late at like until like one two three in the morning and writing um and then i would feel the repercussions of that the next day and i'd be just like even more grouchy than i normally am with my fucking like grouchy persona and just like out of it and not feeling well and like stuff like that and and then i got the tip of another writer that filled out uh, this question in the past and he was like that he wakes up at 5 30 in the morning you know he has a regular nine to five day job he wakes up at 5 30 in the morning writes for an hour or two and doing that for you know a couple years at a time and like in a dedicated way 
he like self-published like two or three novels or something like that and a lot of people start out that way joanna penn which has a successful podcast and has a very interesting business model which i would um which is a more realistic one to me to like uh, in terms of pursuing it like she has multiple revenue streams in terms of speaking engagements and podcasting and writing books and uh, she writes also both fiction and nonfiction, which I try to do. And um, like she worked a a day job for six years while simultaneously doing a podcast and writing books before she was able to generate enough from the writing books and podcasting and and you know her her authorpreneur I think it is that she calls it or some like marketing word like that. Um, before she was able to like quit her job and just live off of that like full-time and then eventually her husband was able to quit his job and help her with her business and it's something that that snowballs over time or that could snowball over time but it definitely won't if you just don't like put in that work or make that decision and it was like one probably one of the hardest decisions like for my lazy ass because i can't wake up for shit in the mornings at all especially while I was in that rut of, you know, going to sleep mad late. If I'm going to sleep like at two, three in the morning, like trying to writing and then trying to make that switch to, okay, tomorrow I'll wake up at five 30 and then from there I'll start. And it's like, nah, shit won't happen that way. Like I had to spend a couple weeks of like forcing myself. Cause then I'm like wired at night and I can't like go to sleep that easily. So I took like weeks of like trying to force myself to go to sleep at, at 12 and then 11 and then 10 and then between 10 and 11 to then when I wake up at, at, uh, five 30, which I do now, it, um, it doesn't impact me as much. And then by then you kind of like flip it a little bit. You wake up that early. Um, you do some writing, you know, it could be half an hour. It could be 45 minutes, an hour, like whatever. It doesn't have to be like, you need five hours before work or something, you know, just something. And, um, just let it snowball. Um, and then by the time the next day comes around and it is 10, 11 o'clock at night, you're like naturally tired and you want to go to bed anyway. You know what I mean? And if that type of thing doesn't work for you, then we all have, we all have, to, all have 24 hours in the day, right? We all have different responsibilities, family responsibilities, work responsibilities, and other people are able to get it done. So, which means that you can too. Like nobody's situation is completely unique in the sense that they can't, you know, schedule their time in a way that would be would benefit them you could block out for yourself uh you know 30 minutes a day or 30 minutes five days a week or whatever it is even if it's on a saturday okay let's say saturdays you sleep in or something and wake up at 11 wake up at 10 30 and write for half an hour or sundays or you know whatever sunday's night sunday nights between seven and eight you know cut out you know give up fucking iron iron first it sounds whack anyway give that one up and and write for an hour whenever that whenever you normally watch that shit like it has to be you have to balance it that way but definitely i would want to like see more of that that would be like my advice i guess like my take on that not that you really asked for it but (laughs) there it is anyway and lastly do you have any advice for other writers or creators new seasoned or otherwise and Eileen wrote, spend time traveling. Inspiration will come. I absolutely agree with the whole traveling thing. I think the more we experience and the more inputs we get, 
um, the better it is for us. It's like uh, taking an ammunition that we use to like explode within our creative selves. Uh, the inspiration will come, I agree with to a certain extent, but as long as we're not only waiting for inspiration to come, as I pointed out, like with the last question, it's kind of like we got to like meet it halfway type of thing and don't just wait on it. That's pretty much it. That is Elaine's feedback. Elaine Almonte. Thank you again. Elo B. Very, very much. Really appreciate it. Anybody else that wants to wants to give some feedback on it, hit us up. You guys know how to reach me. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Best friends, kid sister, a.k.a. Elaine, a.k.a. Cole, a.k.a. Miss Montana, a.k.a. Ah, a.k.a. What up, though? All right. That's enough. And that, folks, was episode 233 of the Sponsor Today podcast. I hope you guys got something from each and every one of those fellow creatives that took the time to fill out the Sponsor Today questionnaire. Again, absolutely for free at sponsorday.com forward slash questionnaire. In case you guys ever want to check it out and be featured in a future episode of the pod. Hit me up on the episode page for this episode at sponsorday.com forward slash podcast forward slash 233 and or on social media and let me know which one of those responses resonated most with you at Sponsoray on all social media. Thanks again for taking the time to listen, folks. I really appreciate it. This once again was episode 233 of the Sponsoray podcast. I am your host, Tony Ortiz, and I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Until next time. Peace. What's up, folks? Tony here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I enjoy producing it for you. Here are a few quick ways you can help support this show. You can support the Spun Today podcast by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. There you'll find my merch section where you can cop the iconic podcasts versus anybody t-shirt in a wide variety of different colors and all different sizes. Also, if you're into cycling, you can cop the super soft, comfortable, minimalist design Spun Today Bike Club t-shirt. Also available in a bunch of different colors and all different sizes. There are a few other designs of different types of t-shirts. Definitely go there and check it out. SpunToday.com forward slash support. It's the merch section. Where you can also get a dope coffee mug. I have coffee mugs with the brand new redesigned Spun Today logo on one side and the tagline that I end every show with on the other which is start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. The mug is available in both black and white because we don't discriminate here at the Spun Today podcast. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash support and check out the merch section. You can support the Spun Today podcast by checking out my writing. You can go to spuntoday.com forward slash free writing and check out some of my free association writing, which is intended to be some cathartic free writing, but oftentimes doubles down as motivation for myself and others. At spuntoday.com forward slash short stories, you can read a bunch of the different short stories that I've written and actually listen to the audiobook versions of those short stories there as well. Another way you can help support my writing is by going to spuntoday.com forward slash books and checking out what I have in store for sale. Digital copies are available in all formats, whether it be Kindle, iBooks, or a different type of e-reader. You can also purchase paperback copies if that's your preferred reading method. Currently available, I have my nonfiction, Make Way For You, which is a collection of freely written thoughts that were curated and put together 
as tips for getting out of your own way. Also available is my debut time travel novel titled Fractal. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash books to show your support. Support the Spun Today podcast by following me on social at Spun Today on Twitter, at Spun Today on Instagram. Please also check out and like my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Spun Today, and subscribe to my YouTube page as well. On my YouTube page, not only will you get these full length episodes, but you'll also get to check out some chopped up clips and bonus content. To get to my YouTube page, just search Spun Today on YouTube or click on any of the YouTube icons on the footer of my website. Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're listening. It really does help. The Spun Today newsletter is available to each and every one of my listeners absolutely for free. All you have to do is go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and drop in your email address. What I'm going to do is brighten up everybody's least favorite day of the week by delivering five curated things within my weekly newsletter every Monday at noon. You're going to receive a photo of the week, a recommended podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts from an array of varied interests. I cherry pick the very best ones so that you can check them out. I also share a video of the week, which can be anything from a tasty recipe to a dope rap battle to an enlightening TED talk. I also share a quote of the week. And finally, for my fellow wordsmiths out there, a word of the week so that you can step up your vocab. Again, this curated list is yours absolutely free by going to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and dropping in your email address and you can unsubscribe at any time. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe, drop in your email address, and you'll get the very next one. If you want to help support the Spun Today podcast financially, you can do so by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. Here you'll find a few different ways that you can do so. You can shop on Amazon, but first go to my website, spuntoday.com forward slash support, click on the Amazon banner, which will take you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It will not cost you anything extra, but I will get credit for driving traffic to their website. Another cool way that you can help support this show is through Patreon, where you can set up reoccurring donations to my podcast, whether it be $1 per show, $2 per show, etc. And depending on how much you choose to pledge, you will receive some Patreon perks in return. Things like free writing pieces, free bookmarks, free digital copies of my books, etc. Again, my Patreon link can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. You can also set up similar reoccurring payments via my Ko-fi page. And if you want to send a one-time happiness bomb donation, if you will, you can do so via my PayPal link. Again, all of which can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. If you're a fellow creative, a cool way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast and actually be part of the podcast is by filling out my five-question questionnaire located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here you'll find five open questions related to your craft, your art, what inspires you to create, what type of unrelated hobbies you're into, and what motivates you to get your work done. You can choose to remain anonymous or plug your website and your work. And once you submit your questionnaire, I read your responses on a future episode of the Spun Today podcast. It's completely free at no cost to you. And what I like to say about it is that if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And as always, folks, substitute the mysticism with hard work. 
and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening. I love you, Aiden. I love you, Daddy. I love you, Grayson. I love you, Daddy.